Peace, everybody, to the three to odd way podcast. And I still got still, still, I felt like I felt like Cash was watching me. He's like, here you go, here you go. I knew I was gonna fuck this up again. (laughs) But yeah, peace everybody. Peace. Peace. Welcome to the three to odd way podcast. I am substantial here with my brothers. Jay Cass and his yes, hating sir. ass and yes, sir. Sherm the barber. Oh, Jay. Jay is what I do best. Yes. Hey, one day we one day we can do a challenge to see who could say the uh the podcast name three times fast. I know, one. man. It's it's a new thing, you know. We're still still getting into it, you know what I mean? Still getting used to it, but it, it's dope that we still doing it, you know what I mean? But fellas, how y'all doing, man? I'm good. Great. I'm good. Another day. I'm blessed. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you, man. Yeah. So uh lots going on, lots to discuss, man. We're definitely gonna talk a lot about uh different TV and movie, also sports, and uh of course music updates as well. But um first things first, man. Um I just wanted to I know Sherm got some things he wanted to talk about out the gate. And uh, and I just really wanted to I wanted to brag a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I definitely got some great news on Friday. So uh, may I, gentlemen? Can I? Can yeah, I? Yeah. Let my hair down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. So I, I found out uh, Friday night that um, that I was nominated, uh, or the song that um, I helped create was nominated for a Hollywood Music and Media Award. Um, and, uh, basically it's for a song that I did for a video game, uh, called Ark Knights. Um, shout out to Jason Walsh, who is the uh, producer slash co-writer of the song. Um, and also shout out to Zari as well, who's the vocalist, um, who also rapped on the song too. Uh, so it's exciting, man. It's really, really exciting. Yo, hopefully it's, uh, it's my first, but it won't be the last because I've been doing a lot more video game work and stuff, a lot more music for video games. So it's exciting, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Share that with y'all. Brother, Share that brother, with my brothers. My brother. You know what I mean? Nah, man. Thank you, sir. Chef Shut up for our ugly cry. I saw, you know I saw it on Twitter. I was like, oh, word? That's what I was talking about? Yeah. Dude. Yo, it's, yeah, man. It's a, it's a, um, a pretty big deal. I went to check out the site and do some investigating. A lot of, uh, notable artists have received these in the past. Um, you know, you go on their site, you instantly see like a bunch of familiar faces uh, from mainstream music. Uh, but, you know, it was dope, too, because the category that I'm in, some of the other nominees included um, uh, Jaden Smith, uh, his song that he did for the Miles Morales video game on the PS5. And um, and then also this, uh, the main song for League of Legends was also nominated. And you know how big that game is. So. Dude, it's, you know, definitely shout out to all the other nominees, man. We're definitely in good company. So it's exciting, dude. Like, regardless of win or lose, you know what I mean? It's it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, so, bro. Yeah, bro. PK soon. You know what I'm saying? Drop out here, be Stance in the background. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Stance in the money. Yeah, that's it. He took it back. Y'all don't know nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to. Man, I don't even think we ever re- uh we never released that joint, right? Nah, he did. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's how you know we used to play the stuff we all made together a lot, like uh, amongst yeah. the inner circle. 
Like, yeah, man, it definitely quote so many bars from that joint. Like it was getting played on the radio all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to original Scan Crew, UV, yeah, all that good stuff. Cast yeah, the lyrical Renaissance. You know yeah, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but sure, man. What's good with you, man? What, what you sipping on, son? Uh, what do I have here tonight? I got um pajama pants by <laughs> Union Craft Brewing. <laughs> Yeah, only Sherm. Yeah, check out the can. I love it. Nice. It's, hold up, some of the can again. Yo, it's pajamas on a can for those of you who are listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is a um, this is an oatmeal stout infused with roasted coffee. It's a it's pretty mm. straightforward um stout and and uh, <laughs> coffee joint. It's good. It's a real real good look, but it ain't you know. Nothing, nothing super special with the uh, with the taste, but it it, it tastes good because you know the oatmeal pairs very well. Like the the uh, the coffee in in the stout brings out the 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 oat flavor in the uh, in the mix. So yeah, it's pretty sounds like, good, man. Sounds like breakfast for drunks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Hey, they work. They have breakfast. They got breakfast beer, and I'm be wondering like. Is that yeah. you supposed to drink that in the morning? Oh, I wow. never tried it, but you might have you <laughs> might have a problem at that point. I'm you know what I'm saying? The same thing. No, yeah. you're not drinking beer for breakfast. I'm That's right. definitely problematic. Right. You know what right. I mean? I feel like sure next beer we'll have is gonna be called brunch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got, so, dog, they got it's a all hint of drinks, pancakes, man. uh it's a hint of waffles and chicken. <laughs> oh, bro! They got all of it. They got all of it. I, I, I'm gonna get one one day. I, I, it, they like what the the ingredients never strike my fancy, but one mm. day I'm gonna grab one just to just just for shits and giggles, man. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite you somewhere. It's gonna be an AA meeting waiting. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> <Breakfast> beer. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a whole. It's gonna be a whole session. Like, I thought you said it was gonna be breakfast beer. Here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, right. gonna be, it's gonna be one of the uh, uh, what's the meetings where you get people together and the like, yeah, like yeah, continental yeah. breakfast there for you. You know what I'm saying? No breakfast beer. All these people are here because we love you. <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> I, I just I just wanted a breakfast beer. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but too, um, buddy, uh, I got another one here too, though. This one's one? really good. What is that? Costumes and karaoke by mm. Dogfish Head. Uh, who? 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 Dogfish head. Oh, dogfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw. I recognize the logo. Everybody yeah. Huh? Is that IPA? Nah, this is a imperial cream ale with turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, star anise, oats, cardamom with vanilla beans added. You know, oh, like, so good. You could have you stopped after turmeric. Everything else was just fluff at that point. Nah, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Stop hating. I, I Stop feel hating. like. Sherm's beers are, are might be healthier than like some food we eat. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you go down the ingredients of that last joint, that's the part that's scary. It's like they evolving. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I need a pick me up. Yeah, take this beer. Right. <laughs> you're saying you're gonna meet with your dietitian and, and you're gonna be like, wait, is that the, is that a beer? It's like, oh yeah, this right. beer is it's different. This I'm different. So for real, I'm so for real? I, um, I, I just started drinking this this coffee that has turmeric in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference, man. To try that. Coffee turmeric. I forgot the name of it. I'll, I'll let y'all know later. Not that y'all drink coffee anyway. I'm talking to myself at this point. Or oh, to people that's yeah. listening. It's not right. coffee that's turmeric. But yeah, I'm a tea guy myself. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm more of a tea guy. Was it? Uh, I was making some green tea for us the other night. And Shell, uh, shout out to the, the Burkharts. Shout out to them. Love y'all. Out on the, uh, the West Coast. They uh, sent Shell this really nice tea cup. And some like really really nice teas to go with it, and so now when I'm making tea, you know, I don't I don't go through and try to read the different flavors that came with this thing because it's a lot mm-hmm. happening. Right. So I just basically say to her, I'm like, you want green tea or you feeling bougie? That's what I say. You know what I'm saying that's how I ask her how she want her tea nowadays. I'm like, you want green tea or you feeling bougie? If she yeah. feeling bougie, I go get the fancy joint. You know what I'm saying? Got a whole cup with a, a whole man. It's it's sexy. It's real sexy. I can't even hate on it. It's amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you, you know, know I'm, I just got my MacBook Pro and I'm listening. Oh. I'm going I'm <laughs> to I'm be bougie. I'm going to start speaking in a bad London, English accent. Right. And words like poppy <laughs> I got no time for peasants now. I got a damn MacBook <laughs> Pro. I got a MacBook, bitch. Right. It's going to be like, be hey. He's like that old like that that old laptop's trash, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just start hate, hating on the kids while they're using the old joint. I'm like, it's you know, trash, isn't it? Right. <laughs> listen, fam, listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Funky DL. Anytime that look, hey, look, look quick story, man. Like <laughs> I was chilling with uh Funky DL. Shout out to Funky DL, that's the homie. Uh, big bro, man. I, dude, I want this dude to come stateside so y'all can beat him, man. He's such a cool dude to hang with, yo. And he, uh, we were talking one time and he was talking about he got to make a phone call real quick. And he's like, uh, you know, he had to handle some, some, uh, some personal business. And he was like, yeah, wait one second, fam. One second, fam. I got to use my white voice. I was so confused. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> it's weird to hear someone with a British accent say, I mean, granted, he's black. He's like, I'm going to use my white voice. But, dog, when he started speaking, when he really started speaking the King's English, I was like, oh, it is different. I felt so ignorant. <laughs> I felt so <laughs> ignorant. But, dog, like, listening to, like, people who are definitely from one of, uh, like, the more, like, hood uh, places, um, you know, out there, listening to how they speak versus just the straight up. You know what I mean? Um, British accent is definitely a difference. But it wasn't until that moment where he was like, listen, I got to speak in my white voice. And he did it. And I was like, oh. You got to hear the UK, UK battle rappers, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They nasty. Oh, yeah, they man. nice with it. But damn, I'm going to sit here listening to the accents like, I can't even take you seriously, bro. You sound like Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He he ain't mean it. He ain't mean it, uh, DL. <laughs> I'm just anyway. saying some gutter shit. Like, yeah, but oh, they do. And like, right, but yeah. it's hard to take that serious when you say like very It's real proper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, damn, I feel like I'm about to get a proper ass with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. I hope but no UK battle rappers hear me saying this and then be like, I'm gonna fire his ass up with a hot 16 and I'm just playing. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Cash out here trying to hurt my career. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know right? <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna hit it. Look, someone, someone tweeted. <laughs> someone tweeted something the other day because Koji Radical had said, "Yo, who should I work with on my new album?" So a shout out to one of the fans. They basically tagged me. They tagged like a bunch of other uh, rappers, and uh, you know, so shout out to Cash for pretty much ruining my chances just now. Uh, you know. <laughs> I had dreams, but uh, if it was going to happen, it's not going to happen now. So, thank you, Cash. You ain't shit. Uh, oh, you know what's bad about that? I'm gonna listen to that song like all day long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, you heard this joke where they cook stand? This shit is hey, fire, man. I gotta hit fried you. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. He drags your ass. Son. Thanks, Cash. Thanks. You ain't shit. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So, on that note, oh, uh, Sherm, you're muted. I can't hear you, sir. No, I'm saying friends. You know, right. <laughs> how many of us have them? <laughs> One thing I started that. Like, I did it. Like, right. I went on that. You know what I'm saying? So we're so we going to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Take me and my hurt, hurt feelings. And uh, <laughs> we're going to jump into what I've been watching, man. So, uh, yo, it's, you know, per usual, no shortage of great content. In the TV and film world, man, uh, had the pleasure of checking out several things this week. But the main two I'm going to talk about is uh, One Night in Miami, uh, mm -hmm. which is the the um, theatrical uh, debut. Uh, let me say this right: theatrical directorial debut for Regina King. She has directed TV before, so this isn't her first time directing, but it is her first time um, directing um, a theatrical release. So congratulations to her. She's also a fellow Capricorn. Clap it up. You know what I'm saying? Fellow Capricorn. Yeah, Capricorn. So yeah, man, she, she's uh, January 15th. Her birthday was this past week. Hold on, along hold on, with hold on, hold on, hold on. Was Shane just hating again? She Dang. was. But you see, I just sidestepped that bullshit. Okay. You see what I did? <laughs> So anyway, anyway, yeah, every time I jump on Twitter, somebody birthday, and I'm like, my damn, how I many of y'all is it? Oh, it's a lot of us, man. It's a lot of us, man. Yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, you know, la, la, happy belated birthday to uh, <laughs> Regina King, you know what I mean? And, dude, what a great birthday gift from man. her to us uh, in that film. Um, you know, One Night in Miami, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it is basically um, it's a slightly fictional account of an incredible night where um, icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in civil rights movement um, and cultural upheaval of the 60s. So they actually did meet this. this um, they did link up. They all knew each other. That actually happened. But obviously, Yep. Yeah, but every detail of the conversation is that in the third, some of it isn't all that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's one yeah, of those, but, uh, what would they say at the beginning of it? Um, based off of the true events, based on, yeah, based off of true events, yeah, yeah, none of yeah, it's got yeah, absolutely. But, um, regardless of that, man, uh, you know, and let me bring this up on the screen for those of the those fans who are actually watching as opposed to listening um first of all let me just say that um it is an excellent movie and i highly recommend mm -hmm. that any of you um uh, who are just looking for something great to see 
Um, I definitely recommend you checking out this movie. Um, all the accolades that is so far, um, it's absolutely worthy of all the praise. The acting, the directing, I, absolutely yeah. amazing. Can, but like, yo, give say, it up for these young dudes, man. Can I just say the 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 I don't know his name yet, um, but the mm -hmm. one they cast to play Muhammad Ali, man. Yes. Yes, he yeah, did man. He amazing job with the phonics of his voice, the mm -hmm. way he was acting, the the facial expressions. He killed yeah. that role. Now I'm not saying he was Will Smith and Ali, um, yeah. but he was. His name's uh, Eli Gorey. Eli Gorey. He killed that. Malcolm, the guy who played Malcolm X too. Yes. He did a phenomenal yeah. job. And he's not even. I think he's 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 not like dude. When you hear him speak, oh my god! Like I. Dog, like when you hear him speak, you don't even hear the same person. Like it's it's scary how well he did Malcolm's voice, considering that he's not even from the states. Where's that one from? UK. I think so. UK. Yeah. I'm a little different. You say you're a little different about what? I'm a little different with my perspective. So I think it was definitely a dope movie. Like I loved it. I love the uh, like I love the contrast of the characters' perspectives. Mm -hmm. I love the depiction of the characters. Um, I love the light that they had everybody in the situations that they had them in. Everything. Mm -hmm. The only thing was being that we've already had. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and this is you know this is no slight at all. This is just you know this mm -hmm. is some nitpicky bullshit. But um. Being that you know we've already had a Malcolm and we've already had a uh, an Ali and the Malcolm mm -hmm. and Ali that we've had are legendary, cannot be touched. So the mm -hmm. whole time I'm watching these two brothers and like I said, no slights from great movie, but I'm mm -hmm. I'm looking at it with a side eye the whole time. Like, yeah, but you ain't Denzel though. Oh, but that just ain't Willie though. But it, you know, like I said, it's some nitpicky bullshit. But it was a, it was a great movie, man. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's funny. I don't think um, for me, I didn't necessarily feel that at all. I think what's dope sometimes about having an actor who isn't as well known play uh, play people who are well known. You don't you don't hear and see them like when they're portraying this other person, like. There, I definitely when I watched Ali because Ali was a solid movie. It wasn't necessarily like I didn't put it on the same level I did like Malcolm X and other biopics, um, but it was definitely a solid movie. But like, I don't know. It's uh, most of the time when I see a Will, a Will Smith movie or a Denzel Washington movie, as and they're amazing actors. You like they ultimately sound the same. They they sound and feel still very much like themselves, even in some of these other roles or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yes, it's not, yes, yes, yeah. Like yeah. I can hear it, I can hear, it, but I can still I can still hear Will because we've been listening to this dude since he was in his like since he was in his teens. So mm -hmm. it's like I still hear him. Where this guy because he's so new, uh, like. For example, the first thing I saw him in was actually on uh, Ballers on HBO. And um, and one, he's like, you know, yeah, the person he's playing is an athlete as well. But that's where the similarities stop. Um, so it was kind of easier to buy in, outside of the fact that he looks nothing like him. 
Um, but in terms of like the body language, in terms of the, the vocal tone and stuff and the different things he was doing, it didn't take long for me to be like, oh, yo, he really embodied this dude. Um, you talking about what, the, the guy who played um, Ali. Ali? Oh, Ali? Who played Cassius Clay, yeah. Oh, no, um, I, thought was, I thought he was dope. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I thought, I thought he was dope. And then, um, and then will, will is will, but you know what? I always, yeah. always have a reservation about Will Smith when I'm watching his movies because mm. I'm used to seeing the corny will. So I'm mm. impressed because he translates from the corny will into somebody else. So that's mm-hmm. why I always give him props when I see him pull off something like Ali. You know what yeah. I mean? Or when I see him pull off something like um, um, Enemy of the State. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is the type of will that I'm used to seeing. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Goofy, you know what I mean? And yeah. when he doesn't well, do goofy and he does something else, I think I give him a little bit more props for, for pulling well, it off. If you recall, though, his first movie was a, his first role was a serious role. He played a gay yeah, dude. Six Degrees in uh, of Separation. Yeah. I know. He's like a, that to me, he's like a me, con artist. That, that showed his range, but when you do a biopic and you're pulling off another person or somebody as famous as somebody else knows, if you do that um, extremely well, it kind of to me, my opinion, it sets you apart. Like everybody, mm-hmm. everybody saw um, um, Jamie Foxx acting before as well. But mm-hmm. when you translate from the acting that he was doing, and then he does Ray, it's like, oh, he's transcended to a whole nother level. So that's what yeah. I mean when I say the Will Smith that I know versus the Will Smith that actually pulled something off. You know what I mean? Sure, that, sure. But I, I, I thought that. He did a, a phenomenal job. The movie wasn't all about him, first of all. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. that, that's the part that I, that I love about it, that it wasn't all about Ali. I think if he had to do a full Ali movie, then you can make a full comparison to, to Will Smith. For sure. You know what I mean? But I think that he did a good job of with his version of it. And you knew off the break, he, he embodied the characterisms and the, um, um, the charisma from um, Ali with his version of the role. So I thought mm-hmm. he did an excellent job when it came to that. But who I was mostly impressed with um, is Leslie Odom Jr. Um, yeah, hey, yo, yeah. And and, and he actually sung the songs. Yeah, because I remember him in Hamilton. He killed yeah, Hamilton. He, he, he so, killed Sam Cooke. Yeah, yeah he bro. The scene, you know, the scene I, with um, the scene at the show when Malcolm was recalling the uh, yeah, I forgot bro. what night he was recalling, dude. Yeah, when he I did got change all the feels, bro. Goosebumps yeah. right now. Just thinking about that scene, man. Like, and it's bro, wild bro. because as a musician, I'm watching the scene, and I'm all I'm thinking is what's so dope about it, right? Like, you know that the people in the front can hear him. So before they even get to the part, showing what it was like from the back of the room, because instantly I'm like, "Hey, young, the fact that he getting this whole crowd behind him, but they can't hear him in the back, but they still Mm -hmm. with him. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so when they basically have the camera go through the crowd and the further it gets away, this is like, I was like, Hey, Regina, you man, yeah. That I that concept right there, I was like, yo, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that on film. Um, you know, where it's like the further the camera pulls away or whatever, they're basically showing you like sonically what it sounds like for the people further back. So shout out to her, shout out to the person who mixed the sound. Phenomenal scene. That joint was crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, very, man. Very good. Very, very, yeah. very good. But I, I think Kingsley, what's his name? Uh, Kingsley Ben Ben Idea. 
Yes. Yep. <clears throat> the thing about what he brought to the table is you saw the sorrow in him. A lot of people mm. don't know or haven't seen that side of Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the strength in Malcolm, and then everybody knows he was killed. But a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know the backstory for why his separation and how his separation came from the nation. Um, and you can see that in this in his role. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he was at a crossroads that really didn't have any more options. He still had to walk in the power that he was, but he right. also had to figure out and navigate his next move um, for all the people that still followed, reverenced, and looked up to him. And that's what right. I got from his character that I thought was amazing that we didn't see out of Denzel. What we saw out of Denzel was the power side. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We saw that he had issues towards the late end, and then we saw the murder. You know what yeah. I mean? This yeah, to you me don't was, really... I'm so, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just gonna yeah, say you boy. don't really see that side until like the last the la- the latter half of the film, and it's just a brief period where you really see him kind of um, his more humble slash soft side. Like you get glimpses of it throughout the film, but mm-hmm. like from different um, people's accounts and stuff, and different stuff I've read and um, and seen people talk about. A lot of people talk about like how. Um, how like uh humble or or like how um how sweet like that uh Malcolm was amongst like his friends when he was amongst the people he cared about he mm-hmm. was a very softer person that um that the public didn't necessarily see and so it was dope to kind of really get a whole film like a good 2 hours of seeing that side of him yeah uh, more than anything I think, um I think what Regina King really did really well with this film is, you know, within this brief moment, uh, you know, one, uh, two, almost two hour span. And within this one, basically one scene they're in a hotel room, the, the same hotel room the whole time. But within this once uh, this one night, she was able to transition through all of their different like, uh, you know, through their different personalities and different uh, different changes in in um in in characteristic or whatever like you, you just just as, uh, as y'all were discussing how malcolm has had a, a a softer side when he was around his friends as opposed to the side he had on the stage she did a good job of showing all of uh you know all of their different demeanors that, that's what yeah I'm yeah right. and shout out to um aldis hodge uh, who played Jim Brown. Um, this brother has yes, been in a lot of movies, uh, yes, probably sir. most notably, uh, a lot of people know him from playing MC Bren and yes. uh, Straight Outta Compton, but largely he hasn't seen like any major roles. He was all, he's always kind of been in these smaller roles. So it was dope to see him really uh, get to flex his acting chops in this too. You know what I mean? So yeah, salute yeah, to yeah. him. You know but, what? And I'm, I'm going to say two more things about it and then I'm mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm going to move on from it. But um, the the thing when watching after the movie, I kind of felt a little uh, sad. And the reason Mm -hmm. why is because I know the outcome (laughs) of Malcolm prior to that, you know, after that night. And the same way I know what happened with Sam. Yeah, after that night. They were dead within a year. Yeah. So while Mm -hmm. it was dope to say also... Say this too, because there was a crossroads that happened with Malcolm X and um, Muhammad Ali. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, the movie shows how he kind of introduced um, Cassius Clay into the nation to when he, he became Muhammad Ali. But mm-hmm. 
when things went sour between Malcolm X and the nation, it put um, Muhammad Ali in a bad spot. And almost like he had to choose between the newfound yeah. nation that he was in versus and that, that one scene where you saw him at the end and he was being introduced um, to, to the crowd and everything. He looks over at an empty chair. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Malcolm X not being there. You know what I right. mean? And that to me was a, a sour point um, in their whole relationship, which was sad to see because, you know, we know the outcome of what happened afterwards. So, sure. Um, Phenomenal movie, great movie. And honestly, when I see the four of them together, it remind it reminds me of us. Like we all got Bruh. our own strengths. Yes. We all got our own, you know what I mean, stubbornness to us. We <clears> all got our own, you know, way of seeing things and the way that they clashed, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That was us. You know what I mean? We clashed oh, yeah. often through all these years and knowing that we clashed. Well, it, it, <laughs> it is right, us. Right. Right. It, it's us. But we always found mm-hmm. A common ground. We always found mm-hmm. uh, 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 that that position of love that we have for each other to say, you know what, I'm gonna let you be you. This is where I stand, or whatever. And we still gonna come together. You know what I mean? So that was good to see. You don't see many films like that where all of them at the end come to an understanding. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta agree. You know what I mean? But you are who you are. You know what I mean? And y'all both share the same. Uh, 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 purpose and the same type of uh, uh, not purpose, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we, we had a common thought. Of, we of, all of, care of, about the people. We all care right. about the people. We all care about the progress of our people. Um, right. We just don't necessarily agree on the path to get there. But the beautiful right. thing that I think we all forget is that there is no one way to get to this goal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the fact of the matter is, like a lot of times, people want you to uh, to get help. They want you to help the cause in the way that they believe the cause needs help. But the reality of it is you have a different way of seeing things because of your experience. And so you might have found another way to to get to that goal. But it's important for everybody to remember that we're all working toward the same thing. We just all got different paths on how we get there. And not everybody has to be on the exact same page. Um, That's not necessary. Unity doesn't always mean that like yo we're all doing the exact same thing and like the exact same things it just means that yo we ultimately have that one common goal and we're uh, some of us on different paths and journeys to get there but where the goal is to get there together i i feel and i i definitely agree i feel like this the film did a great job of of highlighting um the the different per like you said the different perspectives of uh of, of each of the brothers and not not demeaning any one of their perspectives like showing like you said like there are different there are different there are levels to everything and within within the 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 black american struggle you have to understand that everybody's fight is not the same and if Mm -hmm. if we could get get to that understanding i mean yeah harmony will will come next but you know that's definitely easier said than done absolutely absolutely so look um <clears throat> to keep it moving, uh, obviously, I'm definitely over on time, over time on my segment. So I'm gonna just say something brief about Wine Division. Um, Let's go talk it through because I don't know. I'm a. I'm not gonna take long for mine. So go ahead. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. It, it definitely. Um, so obviously, it didn't hit me <laughs> like in like nowhere near the level that the film that we just talked about hit me. But I also kind of went into Wine Division. Uh, knowing what to expect. And so um, it's really one, it's one of those shows that 
if you know the characters and you also know some of the background and know what the intention of the show is, even if you don't know all of the details, if you understand what the, the overall concept of the show is and how ultimately, um, you know, Scarlet Witch's character, Wanda uh, Maximoff, is ultimately living a lie. She's created a lie in this bubble for herself. Um, and it has themes of like shows from like the 50s, the 60s and all of these things. They do an amazing job recreating those worlds and making it feel like um, those shows they actually shot in front of real live studio audiences and everything. So that was um, so those parts of it were dope. They even had the the, uh, the couple who did the song um, Frozen uh, um, in the movie Frozen. They basically had them write a uh, kind of like a theme song for every episode in the in the one of the time that that show was supposed to be from. So that's that was super dope. But definitely it, it was um, in terms of what my expectations were and based on what I saw, it was a little underwhelming, but I, I, w- I didn't feel like it was trash. I'm just. I just know that it's I'm waiting for the payoff. I know that the payoff is supposed to be really high. So I'm being patient with it. And yeah, and that's about all I'll say about that. I know Sherm was not feeling it. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at that shit like, what in the lily white lilac fields am I watching? <laughs> that was the whitest shit I have ever seen. Oh my seen. God. Like, yeah. Not saying it was bad, it was very interesting. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but hey, man, it's I'm not a comic book dude, you know. I like comic book movies because I like sci-fi shit. Sure, I don't follow the stories as uh, as intensely and and intricately as Stan does. So I'm looking at this like, what the fuck am I watching? It it seemed like it seemed like it had like a June Cleaver feel. And, and uh 1940s or 50s nostalgia to it but and you know if it's doing what i think it's doing it's gonna be kind of dark in the end when she wakes up from this dream oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah but that's the thing it's not even like she's sleep uh it's not like i don't i don't think she's sleep per se like you know what i mean yo like so and i'm sorry we didn't give spoiler warnings and stuff but you know i i feel like at this point if y'all don't know how the internet works, if you see a video that says they're talking about a show and you click on it, <laughs> you get what you deserve. Um, right. so, Why are you talking so, about this show? Yeah, I feel like spoiler warnings in 2021 when you still clicking on videos that have the name of the damn thing. You it on yourself. Right, you deserve what you get, bitch. <laughs> um, so, so, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right, Cash. Like, what it's much dark. I think where it's going is going to be way darker than a lot of people anticipate. Mainly because that, yo, she is, she's put, she's created the lie for her to live in, and so mm-hmm. the biggest question becomes like, yo, so all of these people who that we're seeing are ultimately slaves, right? Like she's controlling them all. Mm. that that's the the crate like yo so when you see it and like and you can kind of tell which character is kind of hip because a little thing she continues to say like mm-hmm. like she knows you know what i mean so it's gonna be interesting to see um how far they go based on like what her role in the comic book is you that know, i you know but um I, I, but I, yeah. think, I think they did a really good job um of giving those little nuggets to make like showing you enough not giving you a lot of the of the story but showing you enough to make you be like 
why that just happened? Like this, like yes. when the dude fell out at the table. Like it's enough to make you watch the next next episode to see like mm-hmm. to tell me why that happened. So yeah, right. it's not a bad show. It's just white. It's it's just white. <laughs> <laughs> white with white, white, white. Right. <laughs> So there you have it, folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that's you got a man-made sandwich, Wonder Bread. Right. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta give it. You gotta get. You know, go ahead, watch it, and see if it's white for you. <laughs> <laughs> see what I, I did there? A little mayo. It's but you know, it's not. It's not bad. It's all white. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, nah. Seriously though, nah. It's uh, for me, like you know, it's a solid start. I'm definitely interested to see where it goes. So you know, but we'll see. Someone came to say hi. You know, it happens. I love you too. I love you, family. You gotta love it. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> so that just happened. Hey, right. You know what schedules, bro. Hey, you know, it, it is what it is. So on that note, <laughs> up next, oh. uh, let me go ahead and uh, <laughs> regroup real quick. <laughs> get yourself get yourself together. No. Wipe your brow. Right. <laughs> right. You know, brow, I, I'm smiling, but inside, you know, I'm feeling Go in the other room. Go another way for the show to end. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you afterwards. <laughs> oh, man. So who's up next, gentlemen? Uh, what's that? I think it's Cash. Cash. Yeah, All right, me. cool. All right, y'all. We're going to start off the sports segment by talking about a little bit of black girl magic. Three time Grand Slam winner. A winner. Three time Grand Slam winner. Naomi Osaka, um, she's the new brand ambassador for Louis Vuitton. Um, mm-hmm. Her little pretty self, she's so pretty. That's a dope um, She'll she'll appear on the label Spring Summer 2021 um, campaign. Um, she made 37 million um, last year, becoming the highest paid female athlete. And these are all endorsements. 37 million oh. in endorsements, um, becoming the highest paid female athlete at the age 22 years old. So that ain't phenomenal. I really don't know what is. And she with a PG boy. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, She's with Cordae. Yeah. She 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 with a PG boy. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's dating. Well, I don't, you know, it's hard to keep up with who's (laughs) dating who. But yeah, from from what I remember, she was with uh, uh, Cordae. Um, but shout out to her for doing great things. It's, you kind of see the transition between Serena, um, and and now her. Serena's mm-hmm. kind of like the mother, you know what I mean? Well, she is a mother, but you know, she's like you know, been doing this for a while, set many records, and now seems I don't want to say it's official because Serena's still bad and she still really does this. Um, but it seems like Osaka is, is right on her heels now, starting to do good things in the, in the sport of tennis. So, shout out to her for being um, new brand ambassador for Louis Vuitton. Indeed. Um, 
transitioning from that, we're going to go to the other diva, uh, James Harden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> terrible, dog. Right. You are cold as <laughs> ice, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> the so next I mean, he forced his way out of Houston. Um, mm, yeah, I heard that was I mean, ugly. Yeah, many people had their say in that. Shaquille has some very disparaging things to say about him. Um, and some other people felt like James, his antics at the end were kind of like uh, unnecessary. But ultimately it worked. Um, mm. He became the first to ever drop a 30-point triple-double in his debut um, with his new team. He scored 32 points, <laughs> 14 wow. assists, and 12 boards. Ridiculous, man. All of that without Kyrie Irving. So – in a lot of sports, we're having this conversation, bro. Mm-hmm. They have to be me, Kyrie, you know, because if if you can get that regularly out of James, he can be that point guard. We saw what KD did with Westbrook. Um, OKC was a viable team, you mm-hmm. know, um, with just him, KD, and Westbrook. And shout out to, to KD because while um, James Harden had the triple double, KD also dropped forty two points, bro. So, Ooh, yeah, yikes, bro. The, so, the oh my god! So let me. Yeah. Can I interject? Yes, sir. Can I interject? Yes, sir. So I am not mad at all at what Harden did. Of course, it was definitely very, uh, to make up a word, antiky. But I'm also <laughs> a, a huge fan of John McEnroe from back in the day. So mm-hmm. I'm always with the shits when it comes yeah. to athletes doing what they need to do to make their voices heard. And the man was unhappy. He wanted to leave. He needed to leave. There was nothing yeah. left there. So I, I fully, I, I fully agree with, with, with not agree, but I'm not mad at what he did. But as far as this whole Kyrie thing, they brought James Harden on because Kyrie, oh weird space <laughs> that ass is about to be gone, man. Like I kind of commend him for if what he's doing, taking a like he's he's trying. I guess he's trying to assess. The import his 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 mental uh the the balance between basketball and uh black lives or you know black rights and everything, right? Like he's the dude is a space cadet man, and yeah, this is what they need. They need Harden and KD back together. So yeah, Mm. I love Kyrie. Like I think Kyrie is one of the nastiest point guards. He's a beast. Two guards, a point guard, whatever whatever he uh he's known for. Uh, I mean whatever he plays, but he's nasty, but. He's not like he, he he you don't win with him. You hmm. you just have fun watching him. See, I'm always I'm on the fence when it comes to Kyrie all the time because he, he you can win with him if his mind is right. And that's when a is huge that? if. When is that's that? A, that's a huge if. Like right <laughs> now, I don't think that he. He don't. He doesn't value. But well, uh, I don't want to speak for the brother. It's it's a segment of people that think that he doesn't value basketball, and he doesn't mm-hmm. want to play, and he should retire because he doesn't take his job seriously. Hmm. But then I, I always try to put myself in that person's shoes. Like the NBA is really going through it right now with the coronavirus. Um, oh, speaking of which, shout out to Carl Anthony Town um, um, Townsend who's now tested positive for COVID, who already lost, um, I think, his mother. Oh, nice. his aunt, some, So it's, it's serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
it's an outbreak right now that's happening in the league with the COVID thing. And I, honestly, I think that might be playing a role in what, why Kyrie is not in a rush to come back to it. But then I, I really, I really don't know for sure, for sure. Um, but he is a remarkable talent. The thing is, if he, if they can get together and make this work, you have two of the best in the league right now at creating a shot. Um, um, on the same team. And then you have an unstoppable, almost seven foot tall guy who's got range almost at the logo. So if, if they can make this work, like this is a sick, and, and I posted this today in, in a sports group, I mean, I said, they have a chance to be something special if they can mm-hmm. get together and, and, and make this work. You know, Kyrie doesn't right. do well in, in, in this particular venue, bro. With two yeah. superstars, have you seen Kyrie work well in this arena, man? Well, him and LeBron, I mean, a lot of people got to realize when, when Cleveland won that championship against Golden State, a lot of that was because of Kyrie. I mean, yes, LeBron did LeBron. No, no, wait, listen to what I'm saying. The, 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 the specific point I'm making is with two. Like, I, he can do it with one. But when have you like Kyrie got a like? I don't know if it's he's a, never been in that situation. There's no comparable I, situation. Like you've already seen him with one, and it's always issues with one. So what you think he's gonna do with two? I I get it, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's a lot on the table. The good thing for the Nets though is that you see that James Harden and KD can work. Mm. Does that make Kyrie expendable? Yes, kind of, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you may not, you, yes. you may not win, you may not win seventy something games, um, because you're missing one of them. But you right. can, can make it to the finals with just those two and the cast that they have right now. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to cancel out because to me, it's a bunch of pile on. People been hating Kyrie for a minute ever since he said, "I don't want to play with LeBron." A lot of people have turned on, turned their backs on him. Like he's not that nasty. He's nasty. I don't care what nobody say. He's, Kyrie's nasty. Nasty. he's nasty, nasty. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he on next level nasty. Rod Strickland times Penny Hardaway times I don't know. You throw all our grace and he, the dude is nasty. So, but he's a weirdo. I don't want to say he's a flat earther. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He took that he's back. The, he, he he's not. He's not the biggest weirdo that's come across the league. He just happened to be that weirdo right now. So he's always weird. He always he always not talking to teammates. He always doing saying saying outlandish shit to teammates. Like the dude is weird, man. He's not like I think he's one of those players that when he's on the court, he's by himself. Like every like if you're around him, you're a cog in the basketball machine. You're not his teammate. You are you are PG. You are SG. You are G. You are F. And I need you for these things. And once we are done doing this particular thing, oh, nigga, you go your way, I go mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, again, I mean, I, that sounds like a lot of work environments. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, it is a job. So right. you and know, do you, you want to be effective and get the W, or do you want to be, you know? get along gang and y'all losing you know what i mean it can mm. come down to that and that's why i go back to that point where it's good for the nets because they realize now that they got james harden 
they don't necessarily need Kyrie in order to win. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say this too. The game was against Orlando. Um, they're not the best team in the league, but um, they still are a formidable team in the league. Um, you know, but, you know, some people, well, that was against Orlando. I got that a lot in my sports group. That was against Orlando, though. Yeah, but if you're doing that in your first game together, yeah, right. like you're going to get worse, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. You should be getting better. So t- t- this triple-double, 32 points, could be a 40-point triple-double easy. Like, it's – they kept, they have opportunity to be special. That's all. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say about that. And um, transitioning from that – to the other um, um Lamar Odom. <laughs> you see what I did that? Like yeah. clown shoe. Yeah, you see what I did that? Anyway, so um, but on his hands. <laughs> Lamar Odom, bless his heart. Um, I, I feel a lot more for Lamar Odom, the man, than I do for Lamar Odom, the, the basketball player. Mm. Um, he's joining the celebrity boxing circuit, expected to step um, between the ropes this summer in Atlanta City. So 41 years old, um, I, I think he needs the check. I, I don't know. Maybe he's always had an infinity for boxing and he wanted to give it a try. Um, I'm praying that it goes in his favor because we saw <laughs> we saw what happened so with Nate Robinson. <laughs> we saw what happened with Nate Robinson when he stepped in the ring. And I'm sorry. I oh he been through enough, you know what I mean? Between you know the basketball career, which was good, it had his a lot of peaks to it. Um, it had his valleys too, um, to the substance abuse. To a Kardashian, well, I don't know if Kardashian came before substance abuse or whatever, whatever may have you. With I don't want to see the brother get stressed out in the ring against nobody. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be a bad look all together. So I'm praying for him. I'm hoping that I they throw like, him again. I feel like decisions like this, when it comes to an individual such as such, I feel like that's residual crack exposure. Because this, I feel like this is what this is. This is the result of residual <laughs> crack exposure, man. This is, oh my god! You think this is yeah. a crack decision, bro? No, yeah. like, like you said, he like when you do stuff like this, you like, yeah, I understand. Like, I, I just be fucking <laughs> around, of course. But I understand when, like, you need a check, man. And you come from, like, when you played in the NBA and you used to NBA money and endorsement money, I get it. And then, like, what do you do after that? Like, you can't just go apply at the damn Home Depot. Like, that's wild and outrageous. So, yeah, I, I get it. But what in the stupid is this, man? I, I don't know. But, you know, Lamar Odom, like, 6'10". Uh, to see the brother in Boston, to see him Boston, like, that's... Who was who was one of the tallest boxers we remember? Like Lennis Lewis, right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, and he was like six yeah. six, right? Yeah, yeah. he's than Lennox Lewis. Like him in the new. Bro, I forgot the. It, uh, it can it can turn into a minstrel show real quick, and real that's quick. what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of for Lamar Odom. Like people not really rooting for you, they laughing at you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just another blemish on what people already know. 
You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that. And then in the final, we're going to be real quick with this because stuff is still moving. Um, the NFL playoffs, Green Bay has advanced to play the winner of Tampa Bay and the Saints. That's That game is going on right now. The Saints are up 13 to 10 um, in the second quarter. Um, could this be Brady's last game? I hope so because fuck Brady. Um, Kansas Too City bad. survived today. <laughs> they survived today. Um against uh, Cleveland, and they move on to play the Buffalo Bills, which is a formidable opponent. Um, And now Patrick Mahomes, who left the game with a concussion, we don't know what he's going to be like next week. So that can turn ugly quick. We They trying to be a a repeat Super Bowl winner. We haven't had that since the Patriots. So um, I hope he's okay, and I hope they have a good game. Um, Next week we'll probably talk more about Deshaun Watson and where he stands with the Houston Texans is getting real ugly, and I hope the brother lands in a good spot. So that's that for sports, gentlemen. I appreciate you listening, participating. Thank you, good sir. Yes, sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Poppycock." <laughs> Are you getting yourself warmed up for your match? Damn yeah, right. I'm about to be I think I'm going to make a drink and hold my pinky up when I sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew the pinky. I knew the pinky was coming. I knew. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll be sipping like whiskey or whatever with the little hey, junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right up in the air. Right. <laughs> Say what you got for us, sir. Yeah, son. <laughs> <laughs> Come see father. <laughs> <laughs> yes, father. <laughs> Take the mic from this man, sir. All right, so... In the wild, wild world of hip hop, uh, first of all, just uh, got a brief update on uh, MF Doom. Of course, RIP passed it on uh, October 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, but just got recent word that Stone's Throw has been approved to release Mad Villainy 2. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, right. To all the Mad Villain fans, I know that you understand what this means. The only person that can produce for MF Doom better than MF Doom is Mad Lib. So this is long awaited. Um, Apparently it was 85% done for the longest time. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, in, in typical MF Doom villain style, he just kept saying it was 85% done and it never came to fruition. But all of a sudden, some of the songs started appearing on other people's albums. So, you know, they just kind of left it alone and let him be, you know, let him be doomed. But they uh, brought it back up to uh, MF Doom's team. Stone Store brought it back up to MF Doom, Doom's team recently. And they okayed them to go ahead and release the project. So I am definitely in high anticipation of that. Like, that is one of the best duos in rap since fucking damn near Dr. Dre and, and Snoop. Like, if, you know, that's mm-hmm. I'm just calling the name out there. Of course, there are more. Please, like, mm-hmm. cut it out. But, yeah. So, <laughs> how y'all feel about that? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what? I am interested to see... I'm actually more interested to see what's going to happen with the 15% that wasn't done. Like, so if they're going to 
take some maybe some unreleased vocals from him to hear because yo Madlib been dirty forever. I'm you know he's just been dope forever, right? So I'm curious with like the the streak this dude has been on in recent years in terms of like the quality of production. Like I kind of want to hear him over some of what Madlib's been doing in the last few years because we already heard him over the other stuff. And so this is kind of an old project uh, technically. So I'm actually interested to see what they're going to do to kind of fill the void of the stuff that um, of the percentage that wasn't done. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, I definitely agree with you that, you know, those two work extremely well together, um, like complement each, I mean, each right. other so well. If you're familiar with the Quasimodo stuff, um, you know what I mean? Like that Mad Lib would do with the different interludes and just the crazy voices and stuff. Yeah, when man. You find out that they were working together, it made absolute sense. And then the project was what it was. So, yeah. Him and Doom are the most legendary loot diggers ever, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. That's that's all I can say about it. So when mm-hmm. it releases, let me know. Mm-hmm. Hey, both show, but yeah, so definitely on the lookout for that. Um, next up, I've uh, been seeing some, been catching some pretty dope visuals lately. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a huge fan. Like, I hate singles, but if I'm gonna participate in listening to a single, I appreciate when it comes with visuals. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate these brothers for providing such so that I could have some shit to look at. Um, mm-hmm. First, we uh, got Family Business by, uh, I mean, not Family Business. It's called, The song is called Skip This Ad by Family Business featuring Crooked Eye. Some mm-hmm. classic, um, I don't know if it's, I think it's more, I think that shit is more so of a Midwest flow than it is a West flow, but it's like, mm-hmm classic cypher like midwest to west coast cypher type shit these niggas is like rapping at six thousand miles per hour they are killing this it's uh um i don't know who the other artists are but like i said they, the, the group is called family business uh it's just a straight up white background just 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 niggas in the cypher spitting i love it dope so check that joint out <clears throat> next is our favorite uh social media artist Tobin Weigway um mm. always dropping some dope shit this was probably a mistake on his part this one this particular one here just like <laughs> black thought and Royce joint this shit right here I don't know if y'all heard this joint but I did. Um, thank you for sharing it? yes Saha yeah. when I saw Saha I was like uh okay someone want to go get the body bags because, <laughs> I mean, dog, this this Bama had young. He bring the bags out almost every time. Like dog, like there. I mean, so I knew. Look, man, Toby dope, but yeah, he ain't so high. So I already knew what that was going to be. I already knew that hook though, Bun B. Oh yeah, Bun B. Come on, dog. Bun B got one of the greatest voices in the South ever. You know what I'm saying? And he I is a doo-doo on shish kebab three times in a row, nigga. It's probably going to be a hit. Doo-doo shish kebab. Doo-doo shish kebab. The new style in the videos where they're doing the straight face, no no emotion, no expression shit. I love that mm-hmm. shit. Another one of those type videos. Toby's good for them joints. Mm-hmm. Then we I, got- oh, I love the, uh, the, the choreography, too. There's a part where the drums, the, the beat does something. 
and the uh and the women in the background they do this movement to the joint like like this little cascade move oh my god that oh, shit was man, fire. Check it again. yeah yeah I, i'm always watching for you know like with toby videos you got to kind of watch for all of those things too on top yeah. of the fact that you know he has a um a fashion marketing uh degree i believe um i might be saying the degree wrong so he actually designs a lot of the stuff they're wearing and so the visuals are always interesting but go ahead yeah, he, he's definitely completely an artist when you say artist mm -hmm. oh yeah capital sure. a, when you talk about that dude because it's like you said the visuals in the video you don't catch them the first time you always got to pause go back yeah. like you know what i mean so yeah he's definitely dope with what he does man for sure yeah, so um, next we got Oslin Benjamin, who yeah. has, uh, and that is our highlight for tonight. Um, he has three visuals, actually, for his new project called um, Joy Comes in the Morning. Super dope project. To me, it is his best project, um, and not necessarily because of, well, there, it definitely shows growth from Godfrey to now, which was his first album. Um, but it's 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 not necessarily because his he's he's grown so in leaps and bounds lyrically. I think this this project just came at a perfect time for the listener, uh one being myself and for the artist. Um he appears to be really comfortable um in the pandemic being inside. Um well, first, let me talk about these videos before before I get into the album. He's got a video for Pandemic and Joy, um, which are two tracks off of the album. And he's also got some visuals um, for a, uh, I guess, a docu a little docu-series he did leading up to the uh, album called Road to Joy. I saw part seven, and that shit is super dope. It's, it, 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 it's kind of reminiscent of, like, of J. Cole's old, old video, like real high quality. Mm -hmm. Like really emotional, um, really, really involved, really behind the scenes with the artists and, and the people, you know, the people that uh, that they care about. So it's, it's really dope visuals. Um, but uh, back to the album, uh, he actually uh, in the process of doing the album, he actually lost a really close friend of his uh, named Najee, who actually appears on uh, uh, an interlude on the album. And um, it's just an album about him dealing with the loss of his friend, dealing with the pandemic. Um, he uh, I, I, he got married uh, between the last album and now, so he's dealing with dealing with married new being basically a newlywed in the midst of this pandemic. Which um, I'm sure both of you have heard the statistics, the divorce statistics, um, despite in that since the pandemic has has uh, has been alive and kicking. Mm -hmm. but, like it's a like this is just a it's it's a really it like it's a really dope project because it talk it's a, it deals a lot with self care, um because like like I said he's dealing with the loss loss of his friend and trying to trying to balance that with with dealing with being locked inside and dealing with being locked mm -hmm. inside with this brand new person that you swore to love for the rest of your life like this this is a really important project I, I really I really I mean, you make it sound like it's an SOS he's screaming for help on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's not, not definitely nothing like that. No, not not like right, that. Right. It's just okay. It, it's just it's just like Oswin Benjamin is really he's a really transparent artist. Like he's like even going back to his very first. Um, I don't know if it's his very first, but the first project I was introduced to is uh, EP called Human. 
Like he's just mm-hmm. a really transparent, like really uh like down to earth and like really, really self-concerned, like not self-concerned kind of artist, but not self-concerned as far as he goes, but concerned with the well-being of people in general. So it's just him, him exposing himself and just I feel like it's just him saying to everybody, it's okay to be going through what the fuck you're going through because I'm going through shit and I'm letting you know that I'm I'm doing all right. Like, yo, pandemic. Oh my God, pandemic is such a dope fucking song. That is my favorite song on the album. Um, the standout tracks to me are uh it's a track BJW, like I said, pandemic, cabernet, which is a upbeat, dancey uh joint, which he uh, like he really grew in, in into those tracks. He's got like two or three um, upbeat, dancey joints about um, about uh, about love and uh, love life. Uh, move, moving different. Air Murph, which is the interlude with his with his uh, homeboy who passed. Talking to God, Black and Blue, and Seven on Seven, which is actually featuring Robert Glasper. Um, yeah, but I just really, I really, really, really urge everybody to check this out because, like, I listened to this album while i was riding my bike because like i'm really i've really been uh and i know we kind of over time uh but like if put it in the comments if i go long guys but like just since this pandemic has been going on um i've been really paying attention to a lot of um a lot of the information about self-care and about uh what's been going on with families and 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 um and, and relationships during this and I just really would hope that and and hope that I can encourage everybody get the fuck out and go do something. Because I know as far as we go, as far as brown people go, we are not supposed to be sitting inside all day. Um, and the reason why this transitions into self-care, uh, uh, my own personal self-care is because um, I, I ride. I, I love riding my bike. I, I got a bike recently during the pandemic, which really, I'm telling you honestly, has saved my life. That is not an exaggeration during this pandemic. It's allowed me to get out and be one with the earth, one with nature, one with myself. Um, but I just really encourage everybody to get out and do some do, do some self-care as far as getting out, exercising, and just getting out and getting some sunlight. Because this, like we can't, like we gotta, we gotta get out of this shit. And we got to get out of this shit and we got to be able to prosper past a few years uh, or even decades after. Like, And, and while we're doing it, we got to still have a good quality of life. And, you know, the the a lot of newscasts, they're not really focusing on that. They focus on the vaccine and everybody staying inside, which I, I which I'm definitely for. I'm definitely all for putting your fucking mask on. And I'm definitely for social distancing and staying inside. If uh if you ain't got nothing to do, man, like if you just go get going out to just go be in the way, stay your ass inside. But if Please. you got a trail near you, if you got anything, if you got an empty parking lot, go get you a fucking scooter, go get you a bike, go get you a skateboard, go get you some skates, get on, get you some fucking shoes, go get out and get you some exercise, take care of yourself physically. That will help you mentally. Because, like I said, man, we got to get out of this the right way and we got to get out of this healthy. So on that note, I am out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. yeah, man. So 
Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you, Sherm. Thank you, man. We were talking before the joint. Sherm was giving me the same advice as well. And of course, you know, I'm hard headed, million excuses, trying to get this bag, take care of these babies. So definitely we all got to do better. I don't think anybody can disagree with that, man. Um, yo, on this note, I just wanted to uh, show love um, a couple. Well, uh, just kind of in with this uh, number one, um, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't self promote a little bit released some new music on friday new instrumental wishing well it's uh from the dirty sneakers project um it's the instrumentals now starting to roll out that just dropped on friday and then uh you know by the time you all see this it will be monday and um steph has just dropped um this song called hymnal for the lamented uh which is a tribute to all the folks that we lost last year Mm-hmm. And um, and she responded uh, when I reached out to her saying that, number one, I love the joint. And I was like, hey, I would love to remix it. And so she gave me the green light to do just that. And so I actually have it here uh, to play. You know what I mean? For y'all, it might be a little harder for y'all to hear without the headphones. But, um, yeah, I got it hooked up and we'll see how that goes. Y'all let you me know how it's going. Um, no, no, no. I mean, I can. I can do that, too. That will probably be better. Let me uh, bring that up. Yeah, so the, so the fans, you know, if so they, they can see where they go, they can get the good juice. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the way I was going to play it, they was they were going to get the uh, they wouldn't get the quality. They just weren't going to see it on the screen. But I can do that, oh, too. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But yeah, but hold on. So that way they know where to go to support her. You know what I mean? Alright, so let's put this up and go ahead and highlight our sister from another mister real quick. Uh, let's do this. Audio. Shazam. Alright. So, this is the new single right here from Steph and uh, we'll go ahead and give you a listen. You know what I mean? Steph was singing a cappella. There was no music to what she sent um, or what she re- pre released. And uh, yeah, I just chopped the beat under her. Show up, show up. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Stephanie Gay. Do remember? <laughs> I got this on bacon. Who don't smoke? I listen to a lot of smoking music. 
I try to make it time to time too. Like I said, I'm gonna invite you somewhere and walk in that shit. People are here because they love <laughs> all right so once again shout out to stephanie gale make sure y'all go yes, check yes, out yes. that track i hope it's y'all enjoyed stephanie. it yeah man yeah yo but that's our show for tonight uh for today for whenever you listen to it uh yeah, remember really. if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet you can do so on all for um all formats where podcasts are available whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, so on and so forth um, and of course, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Three the Odd Way Podcast. We appreciate y'all, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Happy birthday, MLK. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Oh, Definitely. man. I didn't get to tell my story, man. Damn. Save it for next week. Oh, and, and enjoy your last uh, weekend of Trump. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll nah, see how this okay. week goes. Don't enjoy Ooh. shit like Trump. Right. Hey, man, three days to go. Right. Well, I mean, enjoy his exit, and hopefully it's as peaceful as possible. We'll see how that goes. But, um, again, happy MLK Day. Um, definitely, if y'all get the opportunity to provide some service to someone other than yourself, please do so. Uh, me and mine, we're donating a bunch of stuff tomorrow uh, to folks who could probably use it more than us. Um, but, yeah, definitely just find a way to give some of your time. Uh, I'm fairly sure that someone out here will appreciate it greatly. You know what I mean? Um, you know, rest in peace to uh, the king and also uh, peace to his family and all of the millions of uh, just freedom fighters around the world who laid their lives down on the line to uh, make a better tomorrow for people like us and our babies. You know what I mean? So, yes, sir. yeah. Yeah, man. But fellas, love y'all, man. All right, man. Love you too, bro. Love y'all too, man. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yes, peace. Peace, peace.